Positioning ourselves to hear God. That's today's topic on Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job. You see, the problem with lukewarmness is a lot of people are lukewarm and they think it's okay. Oh, I may not be hot for God. Maybe I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but at least I'm not cold. And this message is a message of rebuke. It's a message of awakening. God is calling you to live at a higher level than what you're living at. Welcome to Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute and the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd. You know, Mark, there is a big difference between hearing someone talk and actually listening to what they have to say. I have a friend who says that the way to love someone is to tell them you're listening to them. You're right, Wayne. And, you know, Jesus said it this way, let him who has ears hear what the Spirit is saying. Right. Now, his audience had ears, but, you know, we can hear the words and not understand it. Mm-hmm. For example, para aquellos que no hablan español, quizás no puedes entender lo que whoa, estoy diciendo whoa, whoa, ahora. Whoa, wait, slow para down. Aquellos que, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? So, uh, that's Spanish, by the way, Spanish from Spain. Uh-huh. And some of you heard what I was saying, but did not understand what I was saying. Including Wayne, right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it is in our spiritual life at times. Sometimes we hear the words of God, we hear the word of God, but we don't understand what it means to our life. And so this message is about getting to a place where we actually can hear God by changing our spiritual health so that we can actually receive the words of God. All right. In English, here's Mark Job with today's (laughs) message from Revelation chapter 3. I want to read a power statement before I read a portion of the word. I believe that God speaks. I believe that God speaks to everyone that's willing to listen. I believe that God wants to speak to you this afternoon if you're willing to listen. I believe that the God of the universe, the creator of all mankind, the one that spoke and separated the light from the darkness, the one that spoke and separated land from water, that God, the one who has always existed and will always exist, the one who has had no beginning because he's eternal, the one who's not limited in his knowledge because he's omniscient, the one who has no limit to his power because he's omnipotent, the one who controls the universe because he's sovereign, the one who's everywhere all the time because he's omnipresent, that God of the universe, when he speaks, his voice has power. And I believe that that God has the power and the ability to choose how he speaks to us. God is not silent to those that are listening to his voice. Do you remember how many times Jesus would say something and uh, a parable or something and then say, whoever has ears, let him hear what the spirit is saying. Do you ever wonder what he's saying? Do you ever like, oh, check, yeah, I got ears. Uh, he, he wasn't saying that people didn't have physical ears. He was saying that there's a lot of people that hear the words, but don't really hear 
what God is saying in the words. You can hear a message but not understand the message. Sometimes you're spiritually blocked from understanding what is being said because the message requires spiritual discernment. If I were to speak to you in another language right now, you could hear what I'm saying, but you wouldn't understand it. How many of you speak Spanish? Wow. How many of you speak Spanglish? For those of you that don't speak Spanish, te podría hablar en español ahora y contar el mensaje entero de la palabra de Dios en español y no entenderías ni una palabra de lo que estoy diciendo porque es completamente en un idioma que no entiendes. And for those of you that don't speak Spanish, that just sounds like gibberish to you. Now you heard the word, but... You, you didn't understand what I was saying because although you're listening to it, you're not comprehending the message behind it. There is a spiritual language in which God speaks. And people that do not understand the spiritual language or the spiritual culture, even though words can be spoken, they will not comprehend what God is saying. And that's why Jesus said, those that have spiritual ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying, because there is a spiritual language in which God speaks to the spirit of people. God is always speaking. God is always communicating to his children. He does it primarily through the word of God, but God is speaking to his children and those that are listening with spiritual ears can hear him and those that are not do not hear him. In Revelation chapter 3, one of the most powerful passages in all of Scripture talking about the voice of God, I want to read you a couple of verses as we unpack this passage in the short time that we have together. I'd like you to stand for the reading of God's Word, and I'm going to read out of Revelation chapter 3, verses 19 through 22. God says, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Verse 20, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me at my throne just as I have overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. Verse 22, he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Word of God, you may be seated. It's called the book of Revelation because it was John, not the baptizer, but John the disciple that was on an island of Patmos as a prisoner. I've been to the island of Patmos, and John was on that island. It's in the Aegean Sea between uh, Turkey and Greece. And John was on that island, and he had a revelation, a vision of God that he wrote down. We call it the book of a revelation. Uh, in Spanish, they call it Apocalipsis, the apocalypse book. 
It talks about the end of the world and the end prophecy. Uh, Many of the things that are written in the book of Revelation have not yet occurred, but will occur. And it's a book full of visions and uh, it's a book of riddles and pictorial pictures and uh, prophetic utterances and imagery that's difficult to understand. But the first part of the book of Revelation, there are some prophetic words given to seven churches. All of these seven churches are currently found in what we currently call Turkey, the country of Turkey. There was a church in a town called Laodicea. And this chapter right now is, these verses are directed to the church in Laodicea. The Spirit of God speaks to these people. This was a church that at one time had a lot of fire of God. At one time it was a church that was doing things for the kingdom of God. They had a passion, a fervor, a worship, a drive, a sincerity. When they first came to God, they they were living in a way that defied their culture. But like many people in many churches, like the church of Ephesus that lost its first love, something had happened to the church of Laodicea. They had gotten comfortable. In fact, the church of Laodicea had lost the spiritual fervor and temperature that it had, and it had acclimated itself to the temperature of the culture that was around it. And this message is a message of rebuke. It's a message of awakening. It's a message that's saying, hey, wake up. God is calling you to live at a higher level than what you're living at. And so he begins in verse 15. If you're taking notes, write this down. He talks about the spiritual condition associated with their hearing problems, their spiritual hearing problems. Verse 15, he says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Wow. How would you like God to write you a letter and say, you know what? I'm about to throw up because of your spiritual condition. I don't know about you, but I like my coffee hot. I like it extra hot. My wife doesn't like it as hot as I do, but I I like my coffee hot. If I'm in a meeting and I got a cup of coffee and it sits there for a while and I go to drink it and it's lukewarm, it's like, ah, nasty. I want my coffee hot. I like my iced tea cold. That's why I call it iced tea. I, I like my, my water when it's, when, when, when it's hot in the summertime. I want ice in my water. I want my hot tea to be hot. Have you ever had a drink of something like, for example, milk, and it's lukewarm? It's kind of nasty when it's lukewarm. I don't know if anybody goes to a restaurant and says, sir, could I get a lukewarm glass of milk? It's like, lukewarm, really? 
what's wrong with you? It's either hot or cold. And what God is saying is that he's talking to the church of Laodicea and he's saying, hey, here's the problem. You have two conditions, spiritual lukewarmness and spiritual denial. Spiritual lukewarmness is that you're neither hot, like on fire for God, really living for him, surrendered, committed, fervent, full of faith, consecrated to God, Jesus as Lord, full of his spirit, passionate about the mission and the call of God. You're not there. But you, you haven't walked away from God either. You're not like, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to listen to praise music. I, I'm, I'm far away. I'm walking away. You're not cold. You're not hot. You're lukewarm. And you think that lukewarm is okay. You see, the problem with lukewarmness is a lot of people are lukewarm and they think it's okay. You say, well, at least I'm not cold. Or I may not be hot for God. Maybe I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but at least I'm not cold. You're listening to Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job, and we'll get back to the message in just a moment. But Mark, first, I'm so grateful for the ministry of Bold Steps Weekend, and I'm thankful for our bold partners who make this ministry possible. Now, looking back, think of all the feedback we receive from listeners who've been touched by these gospel messages. Uh, we have one in front of us here I want to share here. Uh, this person says, hello, my parents divorced when I was 12. Moving around in a life of addiction drowned me in tidal waves of shame, remorse, and hurt. My moral compass, for the most part, was shattered multiple times. However, my family comes from a background of spiritual belief in Jesus. Yeah, Wayne, so many people share a story of brokenness, dysfunction. And, yeah. and, and this person goes on to say, studying the Bible while incarcerated and through AA programs allowed me to have a spiritual awakening that has been life-changing awakening. Hmm. The substance that clouded my thinking have led me to some of the most beautiful blessings of my life. I'm going through a divorce, and my wife and I no longer live together. I lost my house and my marriage and just about everything worldly that I had thought meant something. And then Travis goes on to say, I know that faith and discipline makes my father happy. Thank you for all that you have done for my brothers and sisters and the work that you are doing for our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's the kind of response we've been seeing, isn't it? And this man, here he is in prison, responding to Bold Steps Weekend. Now, if you're a bold partner, thank you for standing with us and helping us touch lives like Travis's. There's a lot of brokenness and chaos we're hearing from people all over the country. Some are responding to the gospel for the first time and finding hope, not in Bold Steps Weekend, but in the Word of God proclaimed through this program. So thank you for your prayers, your encouragement, and of course, your financial support. Give whatever God is leading you to give. Maybe it's $5 a month or $10, even $50 a month. But for those of you who can give at least $30 a month or more, here are some of the benefits. You'll get a 50% discount on the purchase of any item in the Moody Publishers catalog. You'll get a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, out of your cave and into your call. And also, and this is very meaningful to our listeners, a very personal and exclusive greeting from Mark to our bold partners. So sign up to become a Bold Partner today at any level when you go to boldstepsweekend.org. And thank you for considering that prayerfully here. 
Now, once again, here's Mark Job with the rest of this week's Bold Steps Weekend. Jesus is Lord, full of His Spirit, passionate about the mission and the call of God. You're not there. But you, you haven't walked away from God either. You're not like, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to listen to praise music. I, I'm, I'm far away. I'm walking away. You're not cold. You're not hot. You're lukewarm. And you think that lukewarm is okay. You see, the problem with lukewarmness is a lot of people are lukewarm and they think it's okay. You say, well, at least I'm not cold. Oh, I may not be hot for God. Maybe I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but at least I'm not cold. And so you get in this place of thinking that you're okay, which is the second thing. It's spiritual denial. Look at what he says in verse 17. He says, you say I'm rich. I have acquired wealth. I do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. In other words, you don't realize how bad you are. You think that you're okay. You think that you're as good as most people are, but you really haven't realized how desperate your condition is. Listen to me. The way that we get lukewarm is that we start comparing ourselves to our society around us. And you start thinking, well, I'm better than my neighbor. My neighbor, my neighbor not, he, he doesn't even go to church. And I hear their fights at the house. I think he's beating on his wife once in a while. Man, I'd never do that. I think I'm okay. You start comparing yourself to the people around you. And you look at where you're at and you say, well, I'm not doing great, but I'm okay. I mean, I'm fairly good, but hold on a second. Who said that you can compare yourself to your neighbor? I mean, who told you that that's the standard to compare yourself by? The standard that the Bible gives is Jesus. He's the only standard that you compare yourself by. You don't compare yourself to people around you. You don't compare, hey, you're doing okay if you compare yourself to the devil too. Who told you to compare yourself to the devil? That's not your standard. Your standard is Jesus. And listen, when we compare ourselves to Jesus and we're lukewarm, we realize how poor, wretched, pitiful, blind, and naked we are spiritually. We realize how much we need God. Now, you may know, not know this, but I'm going to tell you, I believe that the greatest lie that's sending masses, masses, millions of people straight to the pit of hell, you know what the greatest lie is? Oh, it's not false religion and there's a lot of false religion out there. Oh, it's not pornography and there's a lot of pornography out there. It's not materialism and there's a lot of materialism out there. It, it, it's, it's not bigotry and racism and there's a lot of that out there. Let me tell you the greatest lie that's sending more people to a godless eternity than any other lie out there is this lie. I'm okay. We are so broken and lost and depraved that we cannot, we cannot in any way call out, reach out, save ourselves. It's God that awakens us into him. We are not okay. 
We desperately need God. We are not living decent lives. We desperately need God. And you say, well, pastor, I think I'm a pretty decent person. And maybe compared to the standards around you, you are, if you're not comparing yourself to the standard of God and the standard of God is perfection. Amen. The Bible says no one, no one without holiness will see the Lord. What is holiness? Unblemished blamelessness. No one without holiness will see the Lord. And you say, well, pastor, I don't sin very often. Let's say you are cousins to Mother Teresa. I mean, you're up there. You, 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 you've given most of what you have to the poor. You don't swear. You fast. You go to church. You read the Bible. You, 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 uh, you know, you walk little ladies across the street and, and, and you're a little old lady yourself. I mean, I mean, you, you're just like doing all the things you think you need to be doing. And you say, wow, let's say that you only sinned in mind, in speech, in attitude, and let, let's say you only sinned five times a day. No, no, no. Three times a day. You'd have to be almost walking in perfection. That means in a week you'd sin about 21 times. Do the math. Three times 365, that means in a year you'd sin about a thousand times. That means if you're 73 years old, that means you will have had 73,000 sins on your books if you're almost a cousin to Mother Teresa trying to walk in actual purity. 73,000 sins. And so you come before the judge and you say, I've lived an extremely good life. I think I'm a really, really good person. Most people around you think you're an extraordinary good person. And you come before the judge and he says, you have 73,000 sins on your record. And you say, well, that's pretty good because most people have 2 million on their record. And God says, that is pretty good from a human standard perspective. But here's the problem. My standard is perfection and you're 73,000 sins away from perfection. What am I saying? I'm saying that no one can see the Lord. No one, no matter how good you've been, no matter if you're in a, a nun, cloistered away, fasting and praying, that if you're trying to gain merit before God on your own good works, it will damn you to the greatest pit of hell that ever existed because there's no one that is good enough to see the glory of God without the washing of Jesus Christ on our life. It's His blood alone that makes us clean. You've been listening to Bold Steps Weekend and the first part of a message from Pastor Mark Job. Next weekend, Mark will continue this lesson called Position to Hear, and he'll be helping us understand what leads us into spiritual denial and lukewarmness. There's a lot to cover in this crucial subject, so be sure to keep listening. And if you haven't already, be sure to take a moment today to visit our website and request your copy of our latest Bold Action Gift. To tell us more about that, here again is Mark. In the Bible, we see some incredible examples of life-changing prayer, from kings and slaves all the way to Jesus himself. 
Prayer has been the key factor in connecting with God's will. But sadly, most Christians today are letting this pivotal tool go to waste. And in his book called A Journey to Victorious Praying, Dr. Bill Thrasher helps us understand why that is. Bill addresses some of the common misconceptions about prayer while bringing clarity to the doubts and fears that often hold us back. Chapter by chapter, verse by verse, this book presents the truth of what prayer is meant to be. If your prayer life has felt like nothing more than a religious duty, I highly recommend this insightful book. So don't wait, reach out and request this bold action gift today. Again, the book is called A Journey to Victorious Praying, and we'll send you a copy straight to your door when you give a gift of any amount to support this ministry. Thank you, Mark. We will be happy to send you a copy when you give online at boldstepsweekend.org, or you can give over the phone by calling us at 866-535-5580. You can also send a one-time gift and request a journey to Victorious Praying in the mail. Just address your envelope to Bold Steps Weekend, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And one last reminder before we go, don't forget to sign up for Mark's weekly email devotional, The Bold Stepper Weekly. It's free and delivered automatically to your inbox every Monday morning. And you can sign up on our website. The address again is boldstepsweekend.org. I'm Wayne Shepard signing off for now, but thanks for being with us today. Be sure to join us next weekend when Mark continues his lesson on how to position ourselves to hear God more clearly. We're getting serious about being right with God. Now on behalf of the entire team, have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Bold Steps Weekend is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.